live with another episode of the brown water banter podcast my name is jared seymour my name is joey cage that's right we got a great show for you this evening man uh while we sweat to death <laughs> in the studio <laughs> we got uh zachary grady he's uh running for district uh 115 that's for right. the house representative uh mississippi and uh going into a runoff so we're going to jump into that conversation get to know him a little bit uh we still got a few more uh political things to do before november uh joey's back in his political saddle over there yeah uh, i can't wait but before we do that before we do that we're going to thank the people who keep the lights on for us over here in the brown water studios if you're looking for a great local dentist look no further than southern magnolia smiles they're on the socials at southern magnolia smiles facebook and instagram uh they're located right here in ocean springs on uh washington avenue this is dr robbie williams and his team um that he's put together 2023, I keep saying it, is the year to keep your mouth clean. We've only got a few months left. So uh, when you're ready to book that appointment, just give them a call at 228-215-1202 and tell them that Brownwater sent you. Uh, Taylor and Cox Law Firm. They've been practicing law over in Pascagoula for 30 years. They come highly recommended uh, from the community, the people that we've talked to. And now that we've gotten to know Tyler, we uh, we can vouch for him. So uh, if you're looking for uh, legal representation for any reason, they do specialize in criminal law, family law, and civil litigation defense. You can give them a call at 228-696-0111. And we'd also like to thank Taylor and Cox Law Firm for sponsoring the Brownwater Banter app for the rest of the year. So uh, you'll see Tyler's face there whenever you click on any of our- beautiful face. Any of our on-demand uh, stuff inside of the app. If you haven't downloaded the app, go do it now. Thank you. Sea uh, to Swamp, our buddy Rocky Brooks. Uh, he's got two locations now, Gaucher and Gulfport. If you want to look him up on Facebook, it's C, the number two, and then Swamp. Um, you can give him a call at his Gaucher location at 228-205-3964. Uh, they specialize in tackle and apparel, man. If you need uh, rods, reels, re- uh, reel repair done, uh, any type of uh, boating gear, tackle everything for a day outside uh rocky's got you covered so go check him out he's a local shop and we uh we appreciate his support uh kendrick over at forever young uh men's uh, uh wellness you can look him up on facebook as well if you find yourself lethargic you can't get off the couch you've been wanting to get back into the gym maybe the sex drive ain't what it used to be uh go check out forever young and let kendrick run some lab work on you uh and see if he can optimize you to your peak potential maybe um You need some vitamin replacement or possibly even hormone replacement. But put it in the hands of a medical professional. Uh, That's Kendrick over at Forever Young. You can give them a call and book that first uh, consultation appointment by calling 228-363-6623. And uh, like he mentioned when he was on the show, you can bring your lady friend with you as well because he does treat women. You Uh, might as well. Might as well. You don't want to get ahead of her. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) uh, We got Randy Bosarge, uh, recently reelected as District 5 Supervisor in Jackson County. Randy uh, decided he wanted to stay on board as a sponsor for the rest of the year, so we appreciate that. And uh, just know that uh, he's got uh, Jackson County's District 5 uh, under control. If you want to go back and look at the episode that we did with Randy, go check that one out. It was very informative, uh, learning about you know the different things that Jackson County has to offer and uh, in, uh, in the future for uh, economics to housing development to uh, contracts with big government um, with big uh, businesses uh, for the port over there in Pascagoula. It was very very interesting. Uh, conversation we had so go check that out so i think that wraps it up for the yep. uh, for the sponsors so we'll jump in here uh we were just talking before we went live 
it's been a minute since you've been in the studio, right? We've done two two studio jumps since then. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in the OG. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, the OG was in Biloxi. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so you forgot about that one. We like okay. to move stuff around yeah. a lot. You know, we like to get comfortable with the roots growing, grass right. growing under our feet. Right, right, right. It's nice here, and uh, congratulations. I can really tell y'all are growing and. Y'all's viewership, it's pretty awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. We uh, stick with it, put a lot of time and a lot of work into it. But yep. uh, we, we feel the momentum, you know, a little bit moving and people starting to. Sort of, I can see it for sure. Yeah, well, good, good. That's good for us to hear because you, know, you put things out there you don't know sometimes. You know, yeah. you kind of watch it from the back end on the analytics, but it's good to hear people in the community say that. So yep. so last time you were in here, we were talking a different race. This is this is yeah. now House of Representatives for Mississippi, yeah. District 115 um let's talk about it what 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 made you decide to do that well you know uh the last time i was in here we were running for city council you right. know and i don't mind talking about that because i feel like um that along with um you know all of my community involvement in my adult life has kind of catapulted me uh to where i am today yeah and uh you know i had i finished up my mba when i was at the police department uh i had left the pd for some other opportunity my wife and i started our own business things like that uh, took the opportunity to run for office back then. Mm -hmm. We fell a little short, you know, but it was a great race. And I think a learning experience, I would imagine, right? I, absolutely. And I think a lot of people saw, um, you know, the race we ran, how positive it was. A lot of people learned about Zach Grady that right. maybe didn't know about him before. Yeah, exposure for sure. Yeah, and and people told me back then, they said, Zach, uh, we think you're going to do some some awesome things. We know you love your community. You know, just be waiting for the phone to ring. Right. You know? And uh, it was funny. It was kind of a running joke uh, for a long time. Like, been waiting for my phone to ring. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, I actually started a, a new career with Coca-Cola United as an account manager, uh, doing really well there. Okay. And I meet in, I'm in a meeting one day and phone rings. Phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my phone rings. And, uh, you know, I talked to several people throughout the community, community leaders, business leaders, just centers of influence within Biloxi and D'Iberville. And uh, they were all telling me, hey, look, Randall Patterson's retiring. He's mm -hmm. been there for 20 years. Yep. And uh, we want to support you to be the next state representative, you know, for District 115. Yeah. You know, it was such an honor to be receiving these phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, it's a it's something that, you know, my me and my wife have to sit down and talk about. Big and decide. commitment. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. You know, state representative is, you know, the first of three or four months out of the year, you're living in Jackson, yep. you know, Monday through Friday. Um, I've got two young children, you know, I like to coach ball, mm -hmm. do all of these things. Um, so my wife and I sat down and, and we discussed it for a little while. We prayed about it. And, uh, you know, she ultimately said, she said, how can we teach our kids to chase their dreams and, and make the world a better place? You know, if we're not willing to make the sacrifices, we have to, right. to do it. And, uh, you know, with the support that I had behind me, uh, with the heart that I have to serve the community, uh, we decided to, to jump in it, you know, yeah. as a family. I like that, man. Uh, going back to what you said, like coming up short on the previous campaign, what I, that made me think of that saying. It's like a loss is never a failure unless you give up or quit or yeah, don't learn, learn from, from it. it yeah. yeah, and that, I was thinking that the whole time you were you were talking about it. I mean, came up short in that, but gives you the opportunity to be experienced in a campaign and then now run for this, which has got to be, I mean, state representative. I mean, that's – that's that's big time. Yeah, I mean it is. It's you know it's it's definitely a lot larger district. Right. Um, you're fighting for different things. You know, as a as a city council uh, representative, you know, I would be looking on how to spend the money that our representatives are getting us from Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, what projects we're going to spend it on, different things like that. And 
now I'm going to be, I have the opportunity to be the representative that's going to be fighting for those funds, mm -hmm. you know, to come back down to our district um, to, to build the infrastructure that we need down here, you right. know, to do those special projects, to bring in more tourism, you know, to do all of those things that we really need. And, you know, I, I catch myself a lot talking about family, but in all reality, this is all about family to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, when I was younger, grew up in a single parent household, my mama worked like two and three jobs to support me. So I spent a lot of time with my grandfather, mm -hmm. you know, and my grandfather and my grandmother, they owned and operated the Biloxi Diavo Press for right. almost 30 years, Shannon and Bob Stein. And I was connected with my, to my grandfather's hip. I mean, I remember going to all the local elections. Mm -hmm. He, he started the chamber of commerce, you know, in St. Martin Diavo area. And, uh, I was always with him and he kind of taught me, you know, the love for my community and, and just being involved and trying to make it a better place. And so it's all about family to me. And, I believe as a representative, fighting for those funds, making those decisions in Jackson to build a better place for our children and our grandchildren. It's all about quality of life for our families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 115, tell us your boundaries. Where are you? Where's your district at? So it's everything in Diaberville, south of the interstate. Okay. And uh, then it's Biloxi from the Biloxi Ocean Springs Bridge yeah. down to Veterans Avenue. And then it goes north to the bay, and it kind of cuts off a little bit. It comes around and Jim Money is the is kind of the furthest west line yeah but it don't come all the way down to 90 right there okay and then uh if you're going down brody road in diaberville you yep. cross over into biloxi um you've got those neighborhoods south of um brody road yep it goes all the way down to wells drive where aj holloway sports complex is yeah you turn south there and then it cuts off um i believe it's savannah states just next to uh Bay Cove, mm -hmm. right there's the line, and then that line shoots across the bay south. So pretty big chunk. Yeah, oh yeah. pretty big chunk of change yeah, you're yeah. working with now. Yeah, I, I was looking at it today when I was creating the live event or whatever, but it, it you don't go as you don't go past the interstate north. I do not. Yeah, because no. I was thinking that what, you was my district, but he's not. Yeah, I think we're one fourteen where Joey and I live. We're we're just north of the interstate on Tucker Road. Yes, Latimer if y'all are yeah. in the uh, Jackson County area. We, yeah. are. we are. So 116 is just past the interstate in Diaberville, Biloxi. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah, we're further east, okay. right? Gotcha. So I, I'm pretty yeah. sure we're the Latimer area, I think we're 114. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah, so pretty pretty diverse group of people, too. Like, you got all kinds of people. Absolutely. And I tell <laughs> yeah. you, that's been, that's been the most exciting part of this election, honestly, this this campaigning process is uh, there is such a, a large, you know, diverse group of people in District 115, and we've been inside every community, mm -hmm. and I've developed so many new relationships with community leaders that I never knew before. I mean, it's been a really exciting time. You know, it has the people that I've got to meet. I mean, seven months, I have not had an evening off or a weekend off. Really? I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Man. It's it's beating doors, boots on the ground. Um you know, it, it gets tiring sometimes, but, uh, you know, I was always raised that nothing good comes easy and right. you get out of something what you put into it. So what, uh, what do you feel like you feel like you got a leg up against your old self, ver you know, versus the first time campaign? Is there some tactics or something that you realize from the first time around that like now you're like, okay, <sighs> maybe a little bit, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's really the same thing uh, to a certain degree. Obviously, you're always a little bit better the right. second time. Yeah, you no do matter something. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, the first time, literally, I didn't know much. Mm -hmm. um, I just jumped in, uh, you know, a lot of naivety there, not yeah. really knowing. And uh, this time, there was 
you know, I guess I I knew what needed to be done. Right. And I believe that elections like this, even though this is on a larger scale than my last one, are one at the door and how important it is to knock on people's doors, look them in the eye, shake their hand, and ask for their vote. And that's what I think myself and my team um, have done really well. You know, this campaign has been a successful campaign so far. We captured 47% of the vote, uh, you know, a couple Tuesdays ago. And uh, they, my opponent only had 38% of the vote that came in second place. You know? Yeah. Y'all had a third person there too, didn't y'all? We did, and and he captured uh, 16, 18% of the vote. I was trying, right. I was trying to do the math. I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to have a third person. Is there another there? Yeah. But honestly, like the team that I have in place uh, is the reason we were so successful. I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I got a full-time job. I'm working yeah. minimum of 50 hours a week. Last week I put in 70 hours at work, you know, and uh, – I've got a team that I'm at work and my group text is going off and they're going, hey, we're going to this street, we're going to this street, we're going to knock on these doors. Now, obviously, I catch up with them as soon as I can. Right. right? But uh, I've got friends and family and, and people that are new family now that just believe in me. Mm -hmm. And it's such a humbling experience. And I don't even know how to say thank you big enough, right. honestly. Uh, people sacrificing their, their time, which I think is the most valuable thing we have. Right. 100%. Um, money, you know, energy, uh, and and they're investing all their evenings and weekends into me. It's just, it it's it's pretty awesome. It's humbling, and I, I don't know how to thank them enough. Yeah, you know? yeah. I hear you. Um, what? Uh, damn, yeah, thirty four. So, what's it like going into the runoff? I mean, that's the whole. You know, it's like two hurdles instead of yeah. one. Right? Yeah, right. So, going into the primary, we all. We all had our fingers crossed. I mean, we were praying, you know, every night that we we were maybe going to be able to win it all. Right. Uh, that Tuesday. It's close. At 47. Yeah, 47. Right? We 51. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even 51. It's 50% plus one vote, you know. 51 oh, okay. Went, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, we were hoping um, that we were going to be uh, successful like that. And uh, we were dreading, you know, uh, another three more weeks because mm -hmm. I, I don't think people understand, I mean, how much effort and energy and work this is. Yeah. I've been telling people if politicians work half as hard as they do to get in office, <laughs> once they get there, they'd be doing a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've read articles well, about that with like presidential, whatever campaign, it's like they spend more time trying to get elected than they actually do. Yeah. I mean, really, just by the way the math breaks down. Well, it's it's everybody who's come in here was, who's ran for something is like, look, I don't care if I win at this point. I'm just ready for it to be over with, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But hey. being so successful on the 8th, um, having such a, a, mm -hmm. a large lead that night, it was kind of hard to be disappointed. You right. know, everybody was excited. Everybody was energized. You know, it was a really fun night. And my my fear was – people were going to kind of lay down. They were going to be like, well, Zach's so far ahead. You know, right. we, we don't have to work as right. hard. And it's been the exact opposite. Uh, my team is more energized than they've ever been. Uh, I've got more boots on the ground than I did the previous six months. I mean, it's been pretty awesome. What What are you running on, right? So if people that haven't heard about you from – maybe they didn't vote in the first uh, go at it. They're going to go out and vote now after they hear this podcast. What, let them know, like, what's your platform? What do you, what, what do you want to tackle when you get in office? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, first and foremost, I think it's very important for us to have a strong conservative voice in Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're a red state. Um, Republicans are the majority um, in House leadership. And I knew months ago that in order to be effective in Jackson, you had to have the relationships in place up at the Capitol 
so you could have a seat at the table and you could have a voice at the table for your district. Mm -hmm. So I started building them relationships, I mean, a long time ago. Uh, I speak with several members of our Coast delegation regularly. Um, I've developed, you know, friendships with them. Um, and I learn from them, ask them questions because I'm going to be, I want to be ready on day one, minute one to get mm -hmm. to work. Um, I've met with Speaker Gunn in Jackson. I've traveled to Jackson several times. Um, our new incoming Speaker of the House, because Speaker Gunn's retiring, mm -hmm. is Jason White. He's our Speaker Pro Tem right now. And uh, Jason's a phenomenal guy. I've developed a great relationship with him. Right. I actually have support from the House Leadership Fund, which is his pack. And uh, they've been helping, you know, with different things, uh, mailers and things like that that's been sent out to the district. And I think it's important to have that in place. And I think it's exciting to see the House leadership having so much of an interest in this race because it gives District 115 such an opportunity once I get to Jackson to be able to fight for them, mm -hmm. you know. But as far as things that I want to do, again, like I was telling you all earlier, it's all about family. It's all about creating a better quality of life for our family, our children and our grandchildren, you know, uh, infrastructure is a huge issue down here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all have driven down to the east end of Howard Avenue lately, yeah. Yeah. but it looks, looks like, like Baghdad. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Hurricane Katrina hit yesterday. It looks right. Like, yeah. You know? right. And uh, that's why we have to have a seat at the table so we can fight for those infrastructure dollars that are in Jackson and every single infrastructure dollar that we can get, we send it back down here so we don't have those issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, y'all have been here y'all's whole life. I mean, how long have we needed a new Pops Ferry Bridge? Bro. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It breaks yeah. about every six months. Yeah. I, I put it, it back together yeah. again. Now, Representative Felsher has been spearheading um, a way to, to get the funding to repair that bridge or build a new bridge. And I've been speaking to him regularly, and, and I'm ready to work with him on that because – the biggest thing is, is that's a city-owned bridge, so it's hard to get the funding that you need to replace it, and it's going to cost about two hundred and thirty million, I think, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Yeah. And so what we need to do is they got a, you know, uh, Kevin Felsher's been working on a project to extend that Popsbury Road down to the highway, so we connect it to Highway 90, and we can get the proper funding that we need to build a new bridge. Because right now we can barely get the funds to repair it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's costing. I, I had the numbers at one time, fifteen twenty thousand dollars just to make the repairs to yeah. keep it operational. Yeah, and then they were talking about uh, that was in the news what a year or so ago. Yeah, uh, doing a toll bridge option for that, and I know a lot of people didn't yeah, like that at all. I remember through. hearing something about yeah, that. Yeah, it was on. The, I don't know how serious it was, but it was enough to be reported on. And I yeah. just remember thinking that sounds like a terrible idea. But money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Well, well I mean, with the way Biloxi and is growing, it's that's a bottleneck. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? That bridge oh, is, is tiny yeah. compared to what the traffic that goes over. Well, I remember when I first was... started driving, going over that bridge, it was like so nervous, you know, trying yeah. to get over it. But what year was it built, I bet? Mm. You know, you think about that, like probably the 70s. Before us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish there was some way we could get another way to go in and out from the interstate to Ocean Springs instead of just Washington Avenue. Yeah. Well, you know, in Biloxi and Diablo, I can tell you in District 115, you know, another big thing is uh, East-West Corridor. I mean, how crazy is Highway 90 when we have our events come down here? It's I mean, it's gridlocked. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. That We don't really have another east-west corridor um, to kind of alleviate that pressure from Highway 90. Other than the interstate, and there's only, like I said, it goes back to there's only a few ways to yeah, get, there, you get right? out there. So. so there's a lot of things. Um, you know, uh, one big discussion in Biloxi is Tideland funding. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of issues with Tideland, and and I understand the issues in Biloxi. They put about 85 percent of the money into Tideland, somewhere between 80 and 85 percent, 
and it's roughly 10 to $12 million mm-hmm. a year. And Biloxi's getting pennies back from all the money that they're putting in it. But, you know, years ago when Senator Galat, you know, was at the forefront of um, getting gaming down here, um, those were the deals made up in Jackson in order for us to have gaming. And we're so focused on getting a bigger piece of that 10 or $12 million, which I understand the, that um, need. I mean, when you're paying in eight and a half and, and maybe getting about – one or two million back, it's kind of like, you know, what's going on? But right. I'm always looking at a big picture. And the other thing is, is we don't have control of our waterfront in Biloxi. Um, there's so many different litigations and lawsuits going on, which when business comes in, they see all of that, and it brings a level of uncertainty mm-hmm. to business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, business hates uncertainty. So I want to, you know, be a part of being able to have a little bit more control of that waterfront because if we bring in another casino, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, if we can get that development, you know, how many more thousand jobs does that create in mm-hmm. District 115 mm-hmm. on the coast? You know, how much more tax dollars, tax revenue is that going to be? How much more money is that going to add to the Tideland Fund? You know, yeah. um, I, that, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking at that I think we could, you know, create a better economy. Where, you know? where are you talking about specifically for potential new casino site is well it, you know the old margaritaville is going to something right is that you're in your district it is yeah. yeah it is i don't think it's going to gaming no it's no, not it's like a it's going to be like the wharf over in oh, okay, Beach, okay, okay. Well, that's going to that's still money right yeah, oh, and, no, jobs, and jobs and it yeah. it's a that's a 15 million it was listed on for sale for 15 million i don't know what they actually paid for it but of a property that's sitting there that's generating nothing, no jobs right. and no tax revenue yeah. well property tax yeah but not not well, I just think that there's so much opportunity. You know, um, South Mississippi, or, or I guess the Gulf Coast, Mississippi Gulf Coast, is uh, the number five gaming market in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I was pretty amazed when I learned that. I thought that was pretty cool. And District 115 is literally the heart of the number five gaming market in the nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the most casinos in that district than any other district on the coast. Um, you know, we're the number one tourism in the state. <clears throat> um you know, there's there's so many things we can work on on a state level. Like, for example, the Bonnie Carey Spillway. Yeah. Uh, we have to fight to make sure that doesn't open up again. I mean, that kills our t- tourism. That kills marine resources. You know, they talk about the oyster beds in Pass Christian used to produce thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of sacks of oysters a year. And, I mean, it's down to hardly any. Yep. 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 You know? Yeah, we talked to Lieutenant Governor about that, about that ongoing uh, litigation with that whole situation, and it sounds like it's still, still a chance that there may be some retribution. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, that, you know that we can claim back from that incident, whether it's financial or prevention, like you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we we can't. We have to fight as hard as we can to not let that open up again. Yeah, I mean, good. we just do. Mm-hmm. Um, it it kills so much for us down here. That's our economy. That's our livelihood. You know, I mean, we have to protect our marine resources. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, you know, we got to remember where we came from. I mean, that's that that's where we live. We live on the coast. Yeah, yeah, know? for sure. Got a big project going on underneath Diablo Bridge. That boat launch is getting redone. It is. Um, what do you think about um, restaurants or something like that coming towards Diablo? That's always been my thing. You know, Biloxi's always got somewhere where you can pull in. Hang out on a boat. D'Ireville's got that whole back bay and nothing back there yet. I mean, I'm always excited about business development. Yeah. Uh, that brings growth to our economy. You know, if we're not growing, we're stagnating, you know. Um, I've got a great relationship with several, you know, with the mayor and council in D'Ireville. I've got great relationships with, uh, you know, uh, people in Biloxi. Um, 
you know, as a state representative, what we're going to do is we're going to fight for those dollars and get them down here. Yeah. You know, what D'Iberville decides they want to do as far as special projects and infrastructure is going to be, you know, within their municipality, what their decisions are. But right. I'm excited to work with them mm-hmm. and, and do things like that. You know, I, I've always – I've talked to the mayor and council. I thought it would be cool to, to have a, you know, a, a strip in D'Iberville kind of like downtown OS, mm-hmm. you know, um, just to, to see that growth and everything. But – um, it's all about quality of life to me, um, you know, and I, we got to focus on, on the people that live here as well, you mm-hmm. know, and I want to make sure that, that we're building up, um, you know, to just, to just be better. Honestly, yeah. I, I think when Jimmy was on here last time, uh, we, he mentioned a little bit and talked to us a little bit about like insurance obviously is a huge, uh, yeah, man. deal down here on the Gulf coast from, you know, uh, hurricanes to the flood and, problem. And that's been on like, I've been. Uh, watching a couple of these live feeds and stuff like that, and just about every question on there is, what's what can we do about insurance? Right. What can we do about insurance? You, I, the reason I asked that is because my I was going to say, what have you heard from the people as you campaign? What has been yeah. their, uh, you know, request or here's what I think you should focus on? And it made me think of that. Yeah. Well, insurance is definitely something that's been talked about, um, especially living on that peninsula in Biloxi. Yeah. Uh, insurance costs are through the roof, and. I mean, it's really putting people in a position where they're having to maybe try to find another place to live when mm-hmm. this is the house they've pretty much lived in since they were a child. You well, know? and you talk about uh, looking like Hurricane Katrina was just yesterday. That has a lot to do with it. It does. You know? It does. And, uh, again, this is something that I've already spoke with a lot of our Coast delegation about. And uh, they're already in the works to, to you know, try to get – other insurance uh, providers here to where it'll be more of a competitive market and hopefully we can get those lower prices. Um, But uh, that's something that is, it's not going overlooked. You know, I mean, our house leadership is very well aware of it and our coast delegation, they've already been working hard. And and these are the things when, when I talk about quality of life, this is it right right here. Uh, This is what's going to affect people directly at home in their pocketbook. Right. You know, and that's the that's the reason why we have to have someone who has those relationships in place in Jackson who can have a seat at the table and and work with the insurance commissioner and everybody that they have to 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 take these burdens off of our families here. Yeah. Have you heard anything else that we haven't mentioned from from people as you, you say knocking on doors, boots on the ground? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people talk about city issues, mm-hmm. you know, um, streets and street lights and speeding and crime and different things like that. And uh, what's kind of cool about that is with my background in law enforcement, you know, I was in a uh, police officer for t- uh, 10 years, a decade. Um, I have those relationships at Biloxi Police right. Department with Chief Miller and, you know, Diablo Police Department with Chief Nobles. And I feel confident that I'll be able to pick up the phone at any point in time and, and call them if, uh, you know, if I have somebody call me with some issues and, uh, and try to, you know, help that, you know, even on a more local level. But uh, insurance, infrastructure. Um, I'm I mean, sure you, they, your phones would ring off the hook down there in Biloxi. Them roads are yeah. they're on another level down there. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's one of the big things. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I've been hearing a lot about lack of experience. Well, you know, let's look at the at the way that the, you know, east end of Biloxi looks right now. You know, why hasn't that been fixed already? And it's you know, been why years. hasn't that been a priority? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you're right. It's been years. And, and Biloxi does deserve better. Mm-hmm. They do deserve better than that. They deserve representation where somebody's going to go fight to make sure you don't have to have a four-wheel drive to pull into your driveway. <laughs> a tank. It looks like you're going to hit a tank. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, you talked you talked earlier about the conversation with with your wife and having to be in Jackson. How how do you how does that? I've always wondered that. How do you manage that? The uh, first three <laughs> yeah. months. Look, honey, there, I'm no. leaving for three months. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, with the wife as well, but even with the job, like your job's got to be supportive of that too, right? No, I actually the uh, the job that I have now, I'll be um, resigning from. Okay, uh, okay. once I take office. Okay. Um, they wanted to keep me. Uh, they tried the best they could to create a position to keep me on board. But it's just kind of hard to work with a legislative yeah. uh, schedule. About three like to that. four months. You said that it's Monday through Friday. That so um, the first year of a new term, mm-hmm. uh, like you know we'd be going into right now right. of a four year term, Correct. is is four months uh, from what I understand. Okay. And I would leave home Monday morning, mm-hmm. drive up to Jackson, and then leave Jackson sometime Friday and drive back home. Ooh. But, you know, Jackson's not that far three from the half, coast either. I, I'd say about three, three. You know, depending on traffic and. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I feel confident that if I needed to get home for something during the week, you could, you know, I could, and then yeah. drive back in the morning, you know. Yeah, yeah that's a big commitment, man. That you got to really want to do it. You got to have know? a good team. You got to have a supportive family and, and, and that, the right mindset. That's one uh, question I get a lot. People are like, why do you, you know, why do you want to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, being in law enforcement, I got that question a lot too. And uh, I tell people all the time, you know, it's just like being an officer. You know, people go, why would you want to do that job these days? Well, in all reality, if we don't have good people willing to stand up and make the sacrifice and and do these types of positions, I mean, where are we going to end up? Yeah, yeah. For going from, from one uh, carrying a gun to a more powerful weapon. Of a pen. pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No yeah. doubt. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. So, so. what do you, y'all got anything? Uh, when's Tell us when the election is. Yeah, we might want to mention that. <laughs> um, so it's a week from tomorrow, August 29th. August 29th. Polls open 7 to 7. Um, you know, one big thing right now is the voter turnout was so low. It's it, unbelievable. On yeah, August 8th. It makes no sense to yeah. me. I, I really, that really bothers me. And we've been me. hounded on it every week. For like months just to get out there we don't care who you vote for just vote go yeah, out there and vote that's you know right what I'm saying but i you it's know tough. i thought about a candidate should run on a platform like especially at the federal federal level of just like because you know senators uh term limits is a big topic right now people are even talking about like an age limit like you can't be over a certain age you know because what everybody in the presidential election is like 80 something years old or whatever and i would <laughs> be like, I th- it's probably be terrible you never get elected but like you should run on a campaign of like i would blame the american people right i'd be like it's your fault you know what i mean because you don't vote get out and vote yeah just get them out you know show up to the damn poll People literally died. Keeping yeah, you have that right. Constitutional right. Get out and yeah. do it. You know. Well, you know, for our presidential elections, we typically do see a lot bigger turnout. Correct. Yeah. You know, Correct. people want to come out and vote for president. But what I think a lot of people don't understand: these local and state elections is going to affect you way the more yeah. beat than that, that presidential election. Yes. You know, um, there's a lot more money pumped into advertising and and pushing people to the polls. You know, for those big national elections, but. You know, one thing I wanted to mention, absentee voting is up right now. It's funny. Uh, Kitty just put that in the thing. Oh, did she? Eight days left, and you can do absentee voting. Yeah, so look, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, you go down to the courthouse where you get your tag at, you know. Uh, it takes five minutes. Go in, exercise your right to vote. Um, next Saturday, 8 to 12, you know, go cast your ballot. There's there's several reasons that gives you an opportunity to absentee vote, you know, if uh, – you're going to be at work that day. Yeah. It just says if you're going to be out of the county that day, you know, several things that you can do to where you don't have to worry about getting to the polls that Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, from 7 to 7. So, mm-hmm. 
What's that ballot look like? Have you seen it? Have you seen the uh, – like How many runoffs? Yeah, how many runoffs yeah. are – do you know? One. You're the so only you're one. On one. Yeah, I'm the only one in Harrison County. I don't know about Jackson County. But in District 115, when you go to vote, there's only going to be two names. That's it. The whole valley. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But, but again, that, that's a problem. Runoffs historically, you see a lot oh, less. less turnout. Way less. And, uh, you know, people coming to the polls for, for this election, for this runoff election, they're not coming to vote in the sheriff's race or in the lieutenant right. governor's race and then kind of getting to this box and going, well, uh, you know, whose name did I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When they come to the polls, they already know who they're going to vote for. Yeah. You know, it's one race. It's one one election. So, uh, you know, I encourage people, please get out and vote. You know, yeah. um, of course, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm humbly asking for, for, for your vote if you do get out and vote. But just get out and exercise that right. Like you mentioned, I mean, people died to give you this right. Yeah. You know. What uh, have you heard any kickback from the the new way the ballots the paper ballots have you heard anything from that since the first election Yeah, that I, caught me off guard. I didn't know that was I, I was okay with it. I just yeah. didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, Nothing I know really. it was a little slower when I walked in. It was because yeah. the lady had to get my ID and go and then find it, and I had to go to, instead of be going here's a card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, I guess if it's getting rid of the the quirkiness, I guess it'll work. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm willing to wait in line a little bit longer if it, if it can help us, you know, tidy things up. Yeah. I can tell you the polls I was at um, on that on Tuesday the 8th, I mean, there wasn't a line ever at any oh, of the really? polls I was at. Yeah, I mean, people walked right in and voted. I think we had less than a 15% voter turnout, less than 20%, something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, mine, the, where I voted, it was uh, six people deep. I mean, it wasn't bad yeah. at all. Yeah. You know? I can just remember standing in line for two hours uh vote going to vote for the president the last yeah. couple times. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and then then that like equally inspires and pisses me off at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, well I'm, I guess you're doing it, but you, you could get here on the other yeah. days. Yeah, you too. could do the other ones too, you know. But I wonder if that keeps people away too. Um because they remember, well the last time I went and voted I had to wait in line for two hours. Right. But the know? thing for me is is like again, you know, not to get on a soapbox, but like people died for your ability <laughs> to do that. And the system only works if you work the system right if you vote that's right you know i mean there's yeah. countries where people would love to have that ability right like in, like i'm sure afghanistan would love to be able to yeah. vote right now the yeah. women would love to be able to vote right now yeah you yeah. know it, it's all about just reaching people you know um i can't tell you how many people i talked to especially i think the heat had something to do with it i mean y'all gotta admit it's been hottest Gosh. and we can yeah, notice devil's arms yeah, yeah. yeah. but i talked to a lot of elderly people since we've been back out on the streets knocking on doors and they told me they said it was just so hot we, yeah you know, and, they, and and i think historically they're your biggest they vote the most yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely. well maybe they need to exercise those absentee votes yeah the AC. E exactly you know takes five minutes yeah drive down to the courthouse you're in and out you're in the ac voting you mm -hmm. know i mean uh, just right too hot for yeah. the reason. too hot <laughs> were you out of the county no i was here but it was no, 102 it was degrees hot. outside too hot. i had to get out of that yeah but i i hope to see uh you know, a, a lot better voter turnout. I mean, I know runoffs typically that isn't the case, but I hope people come out to vote. You know, um, that's exciting to see that, especially our young generation. Yeah. Uh, you don't even you see them less and less. You know, right? That's and it, that goes back to the the same thing. It's like it's your fault. That would be my campaign slogan. It's your fault yeah. <laughs> to the American voter. It's your fault. It's your fault because it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, just get out there and vote. Vote them out. Vote all of them out. Yeah, it's, it's simple. It just takes a pen or a computer. Touch screen, whatever it is you're gonna do, get them out. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. I I definitely encourage people to go out. We 
when we knock on doors, we tell people, hey, do you need a ride? Mm -hmm. You know, is that something we, we can provide a ride for you? And we're not, you know, of course, we're asking them for their vote, but mm -hmm. we'll pick them up and take them to vote. And, you know, they're going to vote for whoever they want to at that point. Correct. You know? Correct. Um, but, you know, we're offering rides, you know, on our campaign. We'll come by and pick you up. We've got volunteers that um, will take you to the polls. <laughs> on election yeah. day, just say, if you're voting for my opponent, I'll come get you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this bus, no, this bus for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're for tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, y'all got anything, any events planned between now and then, or is it pretty much full steam ahead? Yeah, uh, we do. Coming up Friday and Saturday. Uh, let me look exactly. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Let's see. Uh, we're doing snowballs. Uh, uh, we've that's got a, a good idea. Yeah. yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a the pavilion in D'Iberville and Biloxi. Uh, we're doing one Friday night and one Saturday. So uh, Friday, August twenty fifth, we're going to be at the Biloxi Lighthouse Park Pavilion uh, from five to seven, and uh, we've got some snowball trucks out there and. We want you to bring the family out and come get some snowballs cool. and meet yeah. the candidate. And then the the following Saturday, the 26th, we're going to be at uh, the pavilion down by the Iville Civic Center. And uh, we're going to do the same thing down there. So uh, just a way to get people come out, uh, ha give the family something to do, um, and just meet as many people as we can. You I'm know? trying to look. You said – so it's the 21st as we record this, but the no, 25th and tw oh yeah yeah today I'm saying yes. it's the 21st and then the election will be the 29th correct Tuesday the 29th so this Tuesday. coming Friday and Saturday we're right. going to do that and and we're about to start pushing that we've got some flyers we're about to start pushing out you know hopefully get people to come out and it'll be uh, you know free snowballs and just hang out and meet the candidate so yeah polls open all till till seven that day I'm seven guessing seven to seven seven to seven yeah all right I'm putting right now in the comments. Oops, I hit the wrong you button. Code nobody. Yeah, I hit the wrong bro. button. Uh, let's see. Nope. And this one. So in the comments below, I just dropped um, links to your Facebook page. Is that where you would say that you're digitally? If somebody wants to get in touch with you or Absolutely. see what you're about? I have a website too, votegrady.com. Okay. And uh, it's got my bio and everything on it. And uh, also my contact information, my personal phone numbers out there uh, for anybody to call me. Uh, we've had several people, uh, you know, message the campaign account or our website and they ask for signs or they want to volunteer to help, you know, different things like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, if you want to help, you want to come out. You're you still help doing spread. signs as well? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah all the way we'll up to the out, last day. Yeah, huh? yeah, we'll put them out on election day if you want us to. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, I, I spammed And that's, that's where you're most active on is either one of those pages? Yeah, I mean, uh, Facebook, we're really active on. Uh, we've got a great social media presence. Um, you know, we're pumping out a lot of material. Um, you know, there'll be mailers coming out, uh, to people's mailboxes, you know, different things like that. So, but, uh, our social media presence is really good. I'd say that's where we'll probably respond the quickest, yeah. you know, through Facebook. Okay. Yeah. It's in the comments below. I accidentally spammed myself. I tried to put your, your, uh, your, um, website on there and it didn't transfer right. But if you go to his Facebook page, it's on there. Yeah. The, the link to your website is on the Facebook page. That's so right. Yeah. They can find it all there. Um, well, man, we appreciate it. The commitment uh for the election is is we joey and i've learned like from talking not from experience but it's, it's a, a lot. grind it's a lot and then to hear you say it like getting in that just begins the sacrifice that's right and the commitment that's you know right. you got four years of uh putting in work yeah yeah i do <laughs> answering it, that phone yeah and i'm I'm excited I, oh yeah I really for sure am, for sure you know uh like i said it's something my grandpa taught me a long time ago and uh you know it, it's been so amazing through this whole process 
to see that people that knew my grandfather mm-hmm. and then they meet me and they're like, Oh, you're Bob Stein's grandson. You know, it's kind of like relationships he made right. you know, 30, 40 years ago. Um, you know, are, are still here today. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty cool. Well, we appreciate you coming in here. We, uh, you know, I love talking politics and stuff like this and, but for, for what we do with the outdoors too, we want to be able to have a line of communication to guys like you who are up there when we have an issue, like the Mississippi Gulf fishing bank dealing with artificial reefs and stuff. We'd love to be able to give you a ring and say, Hey, what's, you know, what committee does this, who, who do we need to talk to? Are you the guy? Can yeah. you put it to the guy? So, we want to catch 20 snapper. Well, <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> not, that. I mean, we do. We do. But, we but, know that's not it. Right. We also right. are conservation. No, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just giving you yeah, a hard time. Yeah, yeah, no, but, for sure. But that's part of it. So. Yeah. And it seems like um, there's there's – I've been impressed with everybody that we've talked to on all campaigns. So um, I think, you know, the local stuff's in good hands. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, good luck to you. Thank and, you. And uh, if you if you do uh, make it to the – win the next round – Got to come back on and talk to yeah, us, right. willing, and let us know how yeah. you know yeah. what that experience is. For like. sure, I'd love to come give y'all like a, a legislative report, kind of tell see, y'all what's going on in Jackson. That's exactly what we want. What yeah. We want. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah, not just during the election time. No, we, for we, sure. We want, I want to come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You know, I know Jimmy really well. We've right. kind of developed right. a friendship, you know, throughout all of this. So. Maybe me and Jimmy both come on here. That would be great. That would be great. I said it before, too, because I think there's – I told the lieutenant governor this. There's a, a lot of times there's a disconnect between what is happening in Jackson and what gets disseminated to the public. It's usually only the bad shit that they hear about. Yeah. There are good things going there's on. There's a lot of good things you know, going and on. And you never hear about it. Yeah. So that would be great. Yeah. That would be awesome. I'd love to. Okay. Cool, man. We'll cool. do it. The, uh, thanks, everybody, for watching on the live and uh, on the replays and everybody in the podcast world. There's links to all his stuff on, in the comments below and in the show notes on the yeah, audio. Tuesday so. the 29th. Tuesday yep. the 29th, yep, 7, 7 to 7. 7. Yep. Get out there and uh, do your thing. Yep. All right. We'll see you all on the next one. Later. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. We really appreciate the support. If you love what we're doing here at the Brownwater Banter Podcast, we'd ask if you could, please download the app. Uh, It's free. It's in the App Store and Google Play. It's got everything you need for a great day in the outdoors. We've got tides, currents, weather, tails and scales for all you snapper fishermen out there. All of our content's inside of the app. It's all in one. You can stay connected to the Brownwater universe right there on your phone. Keep those notifications turned on. We don't spam a lot, but it's a way for us to keep in touch with you. And uh, if you really enjoy what we're doing here, man, give us a review on Apple iTunes or Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast at. And if you're a super fan and you really want to help out the show, share it. Tell somebody about us. And uh, let us let them know what we're doing. Help us spread the word here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So thanks again, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Brown water banter.